Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia. For those of you joining us on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those joining on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. Normally each week, as you may know, on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with our audience. For the next few days, who knows how long that will be, we're going to be bringing you daily special edition broadcasts specifically and intentionally around this basic question. What can West Virginia businesses do right now to survive this current COVID-19, the coronavirus pandemic situation that we're all facing today? When we first started this podcast in 2017, we wanted to inspire people and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real life entrepreneurs and businesses who built businesses and companies right here in West Virginia. So this new urgent situation that we all find ourselves in falls right in line with our mission at Positively West Virginia. Every weekday, we will be bringing you these business briefings to help business owners and business leaders, especially small businesses in our state, bring them practical ideas to use today, right now. I'm honored to have on the show today, Eric E. Kinder. Eric Kinder is partner in the Labor and Employment Group at Spelman Thomas and Battle, PLLC, a well-known West Virginia law firm. Eric is focused on counseling and guiding employers on their obligations under federal and state law and setting up best practices for managing employees productively. He's currently co-chairing Spillman's COVID-19 task force to guide business businesses and business owners through the issues and legal challenges posed by this pandemic, including providing advice on state and federal emergency legislation. Eric, thank you for being on the show today. Well, Jim, thank you so much for the opportunity. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. This is the first edition of the special briefings. We just had this idea this week that people out there were hurting and struggling, and there's a lot of confusion out there, and we're trying to bring some calm to this situation, if you will, in the business world, and also bring some valuable information that, that our audience can, can take away and actually impl- implement. So thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this. I started getting your emails, I think Monday, from Spellman, uh, and I, I, I noticed that the COVID-19 task force had been formed at your law, law firm. Can you kind of talk a little bit about what that's all about? Absolutely. And it was our realization that uh, as a full-service law firm uh, such as Spillman, we had the ability to assist businesses in West Virginia, our clients, and really just any business that is uh, friendly uh, to us, that's gone to our events, it's on our email lists, and mm-hmm. we should have a, a resource up uh, just on the website for anyone that wants to look at. Yeah. Um, but using that broad base to help folks out, help businesses out with all of the issues that are going to come up as a result of this current pandemic. Mm. You know, the first issue where we started to get a lot of questions uh, from the employment front, how do we handle leave issues? How do we handle you know, employees who are worried and you know concerned because of the situation and then beginning to advise on the emergency legislation, the Families First Act that was passed by the United States Congress signed last night, mm. and other pieces of state legislation and then sort of working on that. Well, I'm going to have contract issues that are going to come about because of this. I'm going to have um, issues, you know, sadly, 
probably a few bankruptcy issues, but just bringing everybody in together so that we can advise and consult and get people the most up-to-date information possible. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And like I said, this, you know, I think of last Thursday, it kind of was, you know, not to say business as usual, but we were kind of all going along our days. And then as Thursday progressed and Friday and over the weekend, here we find ourselves in Monday and you guys were on this, you know, from the get go. And I, I think that's excellent. And I appreciate Spillman and, and what you're doing. And, and again, just being on the show to share some information. So you mentioned, you know, um, some of the legislation and this is it's very fast moving. It, it appears to me as a layperson, right? And it, it's you hear the word fluid. This is a fluid situation. Things are moving very yeah. rapidly. What are some of the things that you think um, you know that that people out there, business owners, business leaders, right now need to hear? What are some of the top of the top of the chart type of things? If you could kind of just you know, briefly give us some some background on like the things we need to be paying attention to right now. Oh, absolutely. Well, obviously, one of the big issues for employers of um, everybody but the large employers, the legislation that just came out of the United States Congress, um, that is promoting and providing emergency paid leave of up to two weeks for employees who are forced out of work because of the COVID-19 issues. Mm -hmm. One of the interesting parts of that legislation is it especially recognizes the possibility of having individuals telework. And so we've been working with a lot of our clients and a lot of people that have called in and uh, trying to help them understand, well, how can they adapt their current business practices to be more telework friendly uh, in order to still have people active, productive, um, bring meaning to employees' lives, bring value. As far as a small business owner, I'm getting, you know, the best of my people still, um, to, just to basically keep them part and keep functioning as best as you can. And yeah, so yeah. that's one of the things to keep in mind. And obviously for individuals that have severe uh, child care issues, schools in West Virginia are closed as they are, I think, just about everywhere. Um, and the federal act provides for uh, some paid emergency family medical leave for parents that need to take care of that. And so we've been walking our clients through those sort of issues to address that. You talk about fluid, you know, there are a lot of openings as far as the really small employers. Um, and, and those are the individuals that are, you know, have uh, 50 employees or fewer. And what do they do? And we're sort of keeping an eye on the fact that uh, the U.S. Department of Labor is supposed to adapt some regulations to help and assist businesses that need that assistance. We're keeping an eye on on that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I'm located in Morgantown. You're you're situated, uh, your office is down in Charleston. You have offices right. across West Virginia, but you're coming to us from Charleston. You know, here in Morgantown, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tied into a lot of business networking groups and things of that nature, the, the Morgantown Area Partnership, BNI, and, you know, Rotary and things of that nature. And it's just like, there's a lot of... Um, a lot of fear. A lot of people, I feel like, are hurting right now. And and so, when we talk about these, you know, these these legislative pieces, what are things people could do? Like, what is a takeaway that somebody should be paying attention, like, to the legislation? And you know, whether they're somebody who has, you know, just a mom and pop shop, so to speak, or right. you know, a smaller company under fifty employees, or even at that middle sized business, what what are some things that they should be doing and, and really actively engaging in just to keep on top of this stuff? Well, 
and a lot of things that we have been working with folks has been trying to be creative in the way can you get people that can work in a remote situation so they can take care of their loved ones yes. or you know if they're if they're in a quarantine situation for the safety of all of us in the society i mean finding ways that that can be done remotely within the bounds of the quarantine mm-hmm. but working with folks about well maybe let's find ways to do some work sharing um so instead of having to separate some employees, which is no, no, I've never had any employer that wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe finding ways, reducing hours for everyone, um, in a way of you know spreading that out some, but keeping as many people on the books as possible, working, contributing, um, taking advantage. And I saw that uh, Governor Justice announced just today that you know the unemployment. Roles will be open for individuals that are on reduced hours because mm-hmm. of COVID-19 concerns. Yeah. Um, and so we're sort of working with that so you, folks can get part hours from with our employer, part supplementation through the state of West Virginia, through Workforce West Virginia, um, to try to minimize the financial impact. And that way you've got individuals that you know, are, are still with you and when the crisis passes – and the crisis will pass. Yep, um, you you still have them. They're, they're they're still with you. You don't have to retrain, and uh, you've built up lo- loyalty in your individual employees that is just simply invaluable. Yep. Some of the relief uh, things that have been floated out there through Congress, uh, whether it's through the Families First Coronavirus Response Act or some of the other things that we're talking about, you know, are those coming in the ways of, you know, uh, is it like a benefit? kind of thing or is it going to be a loan situation what what can you, can you give some insight as to how that's all unfolding hey boy that's tough to do <laughs> simply because it really is a very fluid situation um with some families first most of what you saw in that are going to be employer provided benefits i mean paid leave mm-hmm. um at you know largely the employee's rate of pay and for individuals that have child care issues you know two-thirds pay really stretching out to when the uh, school year would have ended anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things that I'm seeing in the phase three legislation, and you know, right now that is still embryonic, even though it is going to come to pass in a very short order. Um, I've seen things like you know, simply checks that are going to be written to Americans on a you know, needs-based basis. So, you know, those that are of the fewest means would receive the most of the cash. Um, Those that are in very good financial position, maybe they aren't going to get a check. Um, But taking care of the folks that need it the most. Uh, Legislation that would put a halt on any, you know, foreclosure actions for individuals that are having trouble making housing payments because Mm -hmm. of this, which is, I think, a wonderful idea. I've seen a lot of uh, businesses even saying, you know what, we understand we're not going to stop that process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so the government's also been stepping up to make sure that there is the, the money available for the increased unemployment. And I hate using that word because that's sending the wrong message. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's the name of the policy. Uh, yep. But making sure that those remain solvent so we can get, take care of people. Exactly. And I can, I can imagine that as the number of employees working from home remotely through you know, uh, some sort of project management software or something like that. So does the 
opportunity for cyber risks occur. Right. right? And so are, are you able to speak to any of those kinds of things, things that, that employers, as we're, as we're putting people back, in, you, know, you know, keeping them in, in the workforce but working from home remotely, digitally, right? How do, we, right. how do we protect ourselves from those hacking-type situations and, and those kinds of things, scams or whatnot? It is sad that we have to have this conversation, mm-hmm. but we were putting some information out very recently internally on the risks, and we're pushing that out via the task force as well. It has not taken long for scammers to jump on the idea of, mm-hmm. well, we're going to put out some phishing opportunities. So we're going to send out emails regarding you – know, Here's a display on you know the spread of COVID-19. Uh, here's the latest information on the pandemic. And it's not information. What it is is simply a way to load a Trojan or a virus onto your computer. Wow. Um, so obviously, you know, I always tell people to be vigilant. Every IT professional in the state of West Virginia would say we need to be better about being vigilant on that. But really uh, heightened those concerns mm. Because the scammers are taking advantage of that's the fact huge. you're distracted right yeah, now. That, that's really huge because we don't think about it. Yeah, we got this no. policy, go work from home, but they may not have, you know, if people on their, if they're using an internet provider at home that doesn't have a firewall or any of this software uh, protection right. that we might have in our office, that's a, that's, a, that's a giant risk right there. And we need to be paying attention for to that as well. I want to mention uh, to the listeners who may just be joining us, uh, we're getting quite a few people hopping on uh, Facebook Live right now. Um, on the show today is Eric E. Kinder. Eric uh, is a partner in the Labor and Employment Group at Spillman Thomas & Battle, PLLC, a very well-known West Virginia law firm. And his his firm, Spillman Law, is is really on the, on the forefront of this. They started immediately a COVID-19 task force, uh, started putting out uh, information on this uh, as early as the, uh, Monday of this week. I started getting those emails, and I wanted to have him on the show for this uh, special edition uh, business briefing for the COVID-19 crisis. Eric, what are some uh, what are some things that you think maybe some areas that small business in particular may be most vulnerable at this time right now? Well, certainly one of the issues is going to be the difficulty in you know having the proper cash flow mm-hmm. um, as as folks begin to really shelter in place. Um, you know, you look out the window and there are fewer people out and about. Yes. It has been that way and since Monday and decreasing rapidly. Um, you know, I've been trying to work and be considerate of the small businesses that I know. I mean, and this is really not necessarily something a business can do, but it's something we all can do as West Virginians is, you know, remember our friends in these small businesses mm-hmm. that are going to be hurting and doing our best to, hey, we're all in one big community here. I'm going to continue to try to help you out, even if I may have to, um, you know, temporarily suspend what I would normally do. We don't get to go out to eat dinner, but you know what? Restaurants that I really like, I may buy a gift card, mm-hmm. get them, give them a little bit of cash flow to help them right now in a very difficult time. Yeah. If you're a short term, you know, if you're an employer, again, you're thinking of ways to be cognizant of the concerns and risks of your employees. Mm making sure that if you can have them work from home where they can do the social distancing that we need to, as they say, flatten the curve. I don't come to be a medical expert, but flatten the curve on the pandemic. 
by all means, let them. Now, this this is not the time to adhere to sort of the, the stodgy belief that folks can only work if they are sitting at their desk. Now, folks can work from home. And one of the things that I've thought about is when we get to the other side, and again, we will get to the other side, yes. um, there may be some important lessons on how we work most efficiently uh, that we're going to learn, and it's going to change the way the workforce looks going forward mm. in a positive way. Absolutely. You hear that term, the new normal, right? Yeah, right. And, and it, the funny thing is, is that uh, I was on a call early this morning uh, with a group, but we had about 20 people on a call uh, in the north central West Virginia business leaders, and we were kind of talking. I kind of led the discussion. I wanted to just try to bring some some light and some uh, and, you know encouragement to other business owners out there. And we were talking, and the one thing that occurred to me is that, you know, there's going to be new things that pop up that we hadn't even had on our radar and you know and, and we're going to be finding ourselves new business opportunities if we can weather the storm i use this analogy of the of the boat you know we're on we're on this boat and we're in turbulent waters we don't know how big the waves are going to get or how long this rough sea is going to last our job is to simply get the boat into the calm water and, and i feel like that's a that's a that's a good analogy to kind of figure this stuff out and you mentioned, um, you know, kind of talking about— And, you know, about, we're going to be yeah. a much better sailors by the time we get to the calm water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. You know, we're going to learn some things. We're going to, we're going to figure these things out and, and, and maybe even develop some, uh, you know, some better relationships out of it, and, and which, which is, you know, as West Virginia companies especially. I talk right. to business people all over the state. You do too. And, and that's one of the things that kind of binds us together is we're, you know, we're somewhat underdog role sometimes, you know, and, and that makes us stronger anyway. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention, um, you know, from a, you know, because you were talking about some, you know, some health precautions and things like that, you know, the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, came out with, um, and this was, it's kind of a fluid thing also, it's the latest thing, it's, they call it the Interim Guidance for Business and Employers uh, page on their website, and we could put uh, put up a link on this on the show notes, I think, right, Dylan? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, some of those things are just really excellent tips. Is that a good resource for, for businesses to, to be using is in terms of their cleanliness and the way that they're handling their, their business and, and those kinds of things? Is the CDC a good good place for for people to rely on that information oh absolutely and, and we've been telling folks to go to the cdc website and indeed we have been adopting a lot of those provisions in our workplace even from last week yeah. even before you know you could see it coming before you fully knew you know, what the situation would yeah. be like and i know personally I'm paying a whole lot more attention to the length of time I spend washing my hands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know, I, well, I would always wash my hands. My mother trained me right. Yes. But I would uh, maybe not be thinking, okay, I better be spending 20 cents, you know, seconds doing this, make sure I get the back of my hands. Um, Absolutely. I saw you. Know, and there's, uh, that's just good policy to begin with. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Once we get past this, that's a good habit to be in. Yeah. Um, but a lot of those things, I mean, and, and again, that's a way of making sure that you're employees are feeling better is spending the time, wipe those counters down, make sure that you have the uh, necessary supplies. Um, but when I have been out in the stores, you know, I've, I've seen all of the pictures, um, you know, on Facebook and, you know, social media. And what I've seen in West Virginia, 
the stores have supplies. Mm. I mean, maybe not so much in the toilet paper. I yeah. don't really understand that. But you know, and, and folks have been very, very good to one another, which has really been refreshing mm-hmm. to see. I mean, there's no pushing and shoving in lines. Or at least yeah. I haven't seen it when I've been at my local stores. Yeah, exactly. Um, we yeah. all sort of know we're in this together. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think your your advice on you know trying to um, think of our our neighbors and our, you know, the people in our communities and what they're going through. And some people do, they, you know, they're on a very uh, tight margin. Right. And uh, right. matter of fact, oh, yeah. my wife and I were, we had the opportunity to go, we had booked a trip to uh, a weekend getaway down to Stonewall resort this past weekend. And, and there was a lot of fear in the, the workers down there. They were, you know, they're like, everybody's going to be canceling. We had all these trips, you know, all these um, groups coming in canceled over the next several weeks. And what are we going to do? You know, I've got yeah. kids. I got. And so we got to think about those people and, and really hold each other up as best as we can. We are, you know, we're all in this together. Right. There's not really yeah. any, any escape. And we got to we got to focus on, um, you know, getting being vigilant and, and with our with our hygiene and our sanitation and all the uh, social distancing. But also at the same time, we have to remember that, like you just said, I think you put it very beautifully. We are going to come out of this. This is going to be over. You know, we don't know when, but it will be over and hopefully we'll be uh, stronger for it. Eric, are there any parting thoughts? I mean, first of all, I appreciate your insight. This is awesome. Uh, This is our first uh, of our daily business briefings for Positively West Virginia, and I really appreciate your time and insight and went a lot better than I even expected. So thank you for making the experience good. I think you you brought a lot of value, and and I just thank thank you for that. Are there any closing thoughts that you would like to uh, maybe leave our audience with? I, the only real thought is remember just to stay aware. This is a constantly evolving situation um, with you know this state and local government coming up with ideas to assist. I know uh, I've seen we may have some folks being called up into the National Guard to help moving medical supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing that already. We may see more of that. So continue to learn during the process because what you think the best process is today may not be the same tomorrow. I know what we were thinking on Monday isn't what we're thinking today. Exactly. So, I mean, just, you know, eyes open, ears open, um, and let's just be thinking of each other. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Is there a a way for people to tap into the... uh, emails uh, that you guys are sending out or maybe your website can I uh, ask you to give your you know some some way that people can reach out to you I, I would be happy to do that the uh, website is uh, spillmanlaw.com s-p-i-l-m-a-n-l-a-w.com there should be a splash page up and for the podcast listeners maybe by the time you hear this um, hopefully by Friday, where we're going to be posting all of the articles that we have, and there'll be a place where you can sign up and say, you know what, I want to be part of this process. Add me to your list, and uh, we will we'll be part of the chain. And when we do new emails, you'll get them. That's awesome, and we'll we'll make sure that we put a link to that website right. uh, in the show notes section of the podcast as well. Eric, thank you once again for sharing uh, this very valuable information to our audience. I really appreciate you and your law firm and what you guys are doing. I I really do. Keep it up. Well, Jim, thank you so much for the invitation. It's uh, it's our pleasure. Uh, We want to be good stewards in the community, so we're happy to be a part of this. Yeah, thank you. Folks, that's a 
That's it for today's Positively West Virginia COVID-19 Daily Business Briefing. My hope is that we brought some valuable insight to you and that you can use in your business as we all work to survive this COVID-19 situation. And like I mentioned, we'll be coming to you live every weekday, different times each day with special guests that we're going to be having on, talking about these topics, bringing information that is up-to-date, current with you so that you can take these to your business, your companies. And as leaders, we all need that right now. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.